Enter now the age of apocalypse, Shiga, with your hosts, Dayspring and Scott Free. The name's Cable. Remember it. And the only people who can stop apocalypse are the mutants known as Dayspring, Scott Free, and Michelle. This is Captain America, and we need to defeat apocalypse. Amelia, there is a rumor going around the internet right now that Margot Robbie is in talks for an MCU role, and it's strongly suggested that it could be Emma. Now, listen, like with all of these sort of MCU rumors, especially with the X-Men, we take them with a grain of salt, but we do love Emma here. So I was DMing with Scott and I was like, get into your sensible sedan and let's react to this news quickly. First of all, it's a sensible SUV, and I, I am not driving sedan. It's it's like that Simpsons with like the guy who's like really really tall in the little car, and Nelson's making fun of him. Uh, but anyway, I digress. I I don't know as uh, Emma. Not sure. I, listen, we have. I I don't know how I feel about it either. Like, I'll, I'll tell you something. I'm not against it, but I'm not advocating for it i do think given the other emma in other media this would be uh, a win for the mcu but like i was thinking about it like i really liked her in i Tanya, and she worked with sebastian stan there so she's got that winter soldier connection um pan am i mean she's eclipsed christina ricci <laughs> so you know right there and I'm excited for Amsterdam, Asteroid City, and the Barbie movie. I don't know how I feel about her as Harley Quinn, to be honest with you. Mm, you know, I think she's, I think the first movie, no doubt it was iconic and it landed with people and you saw that cosplay everywhere. So we'll give her that. But, you know, I think Birds of Prey fell a little short. I think Oswell and her Suicide Squad 2 with James Gunn. But there's no doubt that Margot Robbie is talented. How about that? She's talented and she's very, she has a lot of work. And a lot of projects on her plate. Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, part of my hesitancy is the fact that she was Harley Quinn. Um, and that has nothing to do with my like dislike of Harley Quinn. It's more the fact that like um, I, I think having somebody who's already played a really iconic character in um, a comic franchise like people might have difficulty separating her from that. And like Emma is a very different character from Harley Quinn on just like every single aspect. Um, so like, I, I, yeah, I, I would maybe want somebody who's not so like steeped in like one of the big two already. I think that's fair because I'm not going to give away any spoilers for you because I know you haven't seen Thor yet, but with Christian Bale and Thor, like he's obviously into his role and Batman does slip out. Like it naturally just slips out from him, like the voice. So I agree with you. I don't want to be looking at Emma and thinking it's Harley. And again, very two different characters, but you know, actors and their ranges. I listen, 
But like everything in the MCU rumor mill, especially concerning the X-Men, I, I'm over it. I just want it to happen already. Stop. Stop talking about it. Just make an announcement. You know, the X-Men, there's a lot of hype for the X-Men. I will tell you, I am very jaded following Multiverse of Madness and how they treated Peastu in it and how they just killed him like that. And I just, I don't know. So I'm kind of muted here on, on my excitement for the X-Men joining the MCU imminently. But I think it's time and... And I'm looking forward to it. I hope this turns out to be real. Again, not advocating for it, but I'm not against it. And I would hope if I go into a movie where she is Emma Frost, any of my fears would be completely silenced once I see her on screen. So I have an open heart about it, but it's not my top choice. Yeah. Um, After seeing um, Professor Xavier Black Bolt and Reed Richards all get massacred. Um, still, still feeling that a little bit from Multiverse of Madness. Um, and yeah, I, I do want to see the X-Men treated well in the MCU. Um, off, off, to a, uh, off to a rough start. Well, I don't want to rant about Multiverse of Madness, but I think I don't have any issues with those characters dying. It's how they died and how easily they died and how disrespectful it felt for the characters. Like Xavier is battling Wanda on the astral plane. She shouldn't have been able to defeat him so easily. He should have put up a fight. But that's so I'm I'm with you on that. One hundred percent with you on that. Yeah, and you know, if it had been Emma, uh, Wanda would have had a stroke, and uh, that would have been the end of the movie. But or, um, or an orgasm, yeah. like she did in New X Men when the people were protesting, and she's like, "I just pushed everyone's happy, uh, happy buttons, darling." Gene, you would never would have done that. So, you know. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait. So obviously, we've had Emma in other media before, and we've never talked about it. So I'm curious for your thoughts on it. Fanola Hughes in the Generation X TV movie. How do you feel about her? She was certainly an actress playing a part. Um, that just as you know, Generation X was was certainly a uh, something that was filmed uh, and broadcast. Um, so I will leave my thoughts at that. Yeah, I really liked her. I know, I know the movie is obviously not good. I saw it countless times and we've reunited some of the Gen X TV actors, but I didn't dislike her in it. I mean, look, the wig is what it is, you know, but those thigh high boots and that white corset, mm, God, I thought she looked right out of the comics, but how about January Jones? Um, I thought she was a little too... Trying to think of the phrase, a little too young for Emma. Like I, I picture you know Emma as a little, a little older, a little more mature, um, and it, it just didn't really vibe with me. Yeah, I think January Jones was about 32, 33 when she filmed her role for Emma. I always picture Emma a bit older, like mid to late 30s. And I know that's like splitting hairs here, but like so much happens from your early 30s to your late 30s. But I think, and I said this on Insta stories, I think January Jones just wasn't a scene stealer. She was eh to me. If you're going to cast, you know, default henchmen, 
I think she, or henchwoman, hench person, I think she, she did a fine job with that. But Emma, regardless of the size of her role, should be able to come in. The actor portraying Emma should be able to come in and steal the scene. And I just don't think January Jones was able to do it. It's sort of where I land on that. Looked the part, was, was fine with her, didn't love it. Agreed. Okay, X-Men animated, Emma. What were your thoughts on her and her brief <laughs> Dark Phoenix saga? Oh, no, she was in Beyond Good and Evil, too. She was in the background, but she said nothing. Uh, with the, was it the, the inner circle, they, they refer to the Hellfire Club. Um, yeah, I mean, she's in it briefly. Uh, she does kind of what Emma has to do as part of like the Phoenix stuff. And um, as part, sorry, as part of the Hellfire Club stuff, and eh. yeah, they weren't allowed to say hell on the on the Saturday morning cartoon. So it was inner circle. I always remember I could I could monologue that speech where she first comes in, where she's here like my telepathic abilities have found a creature with more power than even you can imagine. And I won't go into the rest. But then also when she walks to the table, she goes. Tradition demands it. And she grabs a glass of water and sips it. She goes, the inner circle. So, you know, I thought I thought it was fine. It, it was an adaptation of a character that wasn't where she's at today. And I thought it was fine. Yeah, uh, I, I just find it funny. Like, they can't say Hellfire, but she's wearing, like, the classic, like, Emma costume. So, like, that's okay for children's TV, but you can't say Hell. <laughs> So we also had her in Pride of the X-Men where she had that like granny voice. She's like, Magneto, your deliverance is at hand and like throws the psychic bolt. I like the animation. Didn't care. I mean, she, again, just background. Yeah. Back, background character. Wolverine and the X-Men, I think, is probably her most iconic adaptation. Um. Yeah, I mean that's that's easily the best adaptation of Emma to date. Um, it feels more like the comic Emma than any other adaptation. Uh, the design is great. The voice acting is great. Um, just yeah, the best version for me. Yeah, and it was a direct result of that Morrison slash Whedon era. Emma. So they kind of carry over that romance with Cyclops, her becoming a leader with the X-Men. And, you know, at the end, it's sort of left open. Well, it's not left open, but, you know, the Phoenix goes into her and she shatters. But originally, I think if season two had been picked up, she was supposed to have survived by implanting herself in Jean's mind. And that's why Jean had longer hair, returned to her 90s look, at least from what I pieced together on on forums over the year um over the years the x-men anime did you ever watch the x-men anime from madhouse have not so she's in it i it's emma light it's emma light and there's a japanese uh japanese version obviously and the dub version and i feel in the japanese version she's a bit more soft with with who she is and she's sort of like a new character introduced to the team, but in the dub, they're like, it's Emma Frost. What are you doing to Jean? So they kind of allude that she has a history with the X-Men. She's a teacher in it. She's fine. Again, she's fine. Doesn't see, doesn't steal it, but doesn't steal the scene, but. 
Oh, and this is Dayspring from the future. We forgot to mention Emma in Wolverine Origins. And that's sort of a contentious thing. I think most of us sort of dismiss that as it just happening to be a mutant with diamond powers because she was Kayla's sister in it. It was rumored that Hugh Jackman did identify her as Emma Frost in an interview. I don't believe, you know, it was ever confirmed if he really did. But there is a trailer for Wolverine Origins where she does identify herself as Emma Frost. It's an epic, wonderful trailer that I will probably drop. But, you know, we forgot to mention this because we do think January Jones does eclipse this cameo in Wolverine Origins. Anyways, back to the episode. So out of all these adaptations for Emma, which do you think is best? Uh, probably the Wolverine and the X-Men one. I'm going to agree with that, like 100%. I think Wolverine and the X-Men did her story. Um, okay, Scott, I know you're in your car and I'm in the bathroom because my husband is on a Zoom call and we don't got time to record. But we had some people send in uh, who they want as Emma. And I'm just going to sound off a couple really quickly and just give me your raw, salty Mr. Scott free feels on it. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Patricia Arcat. Uh, I can't see it really. I, I could see it in stigmata, but I, I don't think it has anything to do that. She's an older actress i just don't think she can carry a franchise or is a draw enough i mean we do have to think of people are going to show up to the movies to see this but i do like patricia arquette and stigmata and boyhood I be- right that's the ethan hawk one boyhood he was in boyhood yeah they filmed it across 10 years um lucy boynton i don't know who that is i don't know who <laughs> she is but i did a really quick imdb search she was in The Politician by Ryan Murphy, which I love the first season of that. Cannot tell you who she played. And she was in Law & Order UK. And listen, I respect an actor who goes on to Law & Order and gets that hustle. Like Misha Barden has done it even after the OC. So I appreciate that. Um, Laura Vandervoot, who was Supergirl in Smallville. Oh, that's a deep cut. Um, yeah. I mean, I... I could, I could see it. I can't think of anything else that I've seen her in other than Smallville. I mean, I just don't, I don't think she has a range for it. <laughs> I'm sure she's lovely and I'm sure I could be proven wrong, but like, I don't know. I don't hold CW level shows, you know, high in terms of acting. I could be proven wrong. Now, if it was WB, well, I guess she was on when it was a WB. So WB. she was on when it was a WB. Okay. So maybe I rescind my comment here. I, I'm open to it. How about that? Open to it. Okay, here's a good one. Sharon Stone. Um, yeah, you know, I I could I can see it as like a more uh, mature Emma Frost than we had in like the uh, the Fox X Men movies. Yeah, well, I, that reminds me that when Brian Singer wanted to cast a Gordy Weaver as Emma in X3, and I do think Emma works as a more seasoned person, you know, like who, who's, who has lived a little bit, not in their early 20s. Because I also think for X3, when Brett Ratner took over, he wanted Ashley Hartman, who was like an extra on the OC. And she was like 22 or something like that. And that was too young for Emma. 
Emma needs to have yeah. some age. She's sophisticated. She has a good sense of self. And I think all that comes with age. So I like Sharon Stone. Stone. I think basic instinct level. Like, I think I would, I would definitely be okay with that. I'm definitely okay with Sharon Stone. Um, Sydney Sweeney. No, can't see it. I don't like Cassie from Euphoria. So she plays Cassie from Euphoria for those of us who, for those who don't know. I just got into Euphoria like a couple months ago. She's not my favorite character. I agree with you. Don't see it. Okay. Last three. Charlize Theron. I mean, she's already in the MCU. So. Yeah. I know. Like, who submitted that? Come on. She is in the MCU. Go watch Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. And then uh, someone said, a British person. <laughs> and yet Emma is from Boston. So... <laughs> Yes, and in New X-Men, when she takes a cab, the cab driver says, like, is that a British accent, honey? And then later on in Murder at the Mansion, we find out she's from Boston. So she is, on some level, faking that accent. I want to see, do you think Emma's a mass hole? Yes. <laughs> she's like, darling, I just love the Celtics. It's not Celtics. And she's a super aggressive driver who doesn't indicate before changing lines. Um, <laughs> and our last suggestion to play Emma Frost comes from our dear friend, CC, AKA planet X-Men who says nanny, <laughs> like nanny, the character. Oh, uh, interesting choice. Uh, yeah, that, that would be an interesting choice. I'll leave right. it at that. All right, guys, let us know your casting thoughts for Emma. Slide into our DMs. Listen, this rumor could be completely false and we'll get someone else or Margot Robbie would, would be playing someone else. She's going to be playing Jean Grey, you know, so we'll let we'll let we'll let time tell us, you know, how the story unfolds. But give us your thoughts on Emma. You can find me on Instagram at Power of X-Men and depending on the day on Twitter at Power of X-Men. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Mr. Scott Free. Well, thanks, sugar. The age of apocalypse is now over, and we'll see you next time. The age of apocalypse is over. For now. <laughs>